This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. You ever find yourself in the middle of getting such bad service that in the back of your mind you can't help but stop and just go, yo, you realize I still have control over your tip, right? Like, this isn't set in stone. Whatever I decide to do at the end of this situation will be determined by everything that you're doing really wrong right now. <laughs> Sometime I get the kind of service, I'm like, yo, I don't know if you realize all of this will play a part in how I feel about you before I leave. The verdict isn't in yet. The jury is still deciding, and here you are. Not trying your best. And what pisses me off about being in that situation is because I've been a server before. I still feel guilty if I give a bad tip, even if you earned it. I don't like that about me. And then some of these servers got gratuity as their backup. So they feel entitled. <laughs> Like, they could treat you whatever kind of way, because at least 20% is coming back. I will pretend like I don't know what gratuity is so fast. Don't make me do what my uncle did. My uncle old school, he don't know nothing about gratuity. It's a true story. He was at a restaurant one day. He said, I got it. Don't worry about it. It's on me. We was like, uncle, you don't have to do that, man. You know how you, you know your uncle ain't got no money? <laughs> but, but he realizes that he hasn't contributed to the family. In years, so he might have just came up on a little lick. <laughs> so this is moment. He got it. Y'all got it. Unc took the check and was like, that's the, that's the making sure everything is right sound. When you praying, you come across something wrong, so you, <laughs> you could chip a little bit of that total off. Unc said, all right, now I'm with everything else, but who in the hell is gratuity? And nobody at this table named Gratuity. Who is Gratuity? I said, Unc, stop yelling that shit, man. Let me, I'll explain it to you, but you got to lower your voice. No, I ain't going to pay no damn Gratuity. I ain't even ordered Gratuity. I ordered eggs. Yo, Unc, you can't stop yelling, man. But I understood his pain because <laughs> the server wasn't the best and he damn sure ain't ordered no Gratuity. So play with me while the verdict is still out on your tip. And I promise you, I will turn into my uncle so fast if you slap me a check thinking you safe because it's gratuity on it. Because I don't know no damn gratuity. Welcome to In The Moment. Ain't got no yeah. time. Uh, There's a moment in everything and everything is a moment. I talk about the comedy in it all. This is your first time. Welcome to the funniest podcast you have never heard. I'm your new favorite comedian, Mo Mitch, or your money back. Shout out to all my regular listeners and my new listeners. If you in a building, which obviously you are because you hear my voice, give it up for yourself. Give it up for you. 
episode 72. I'm on my way out of here. Vacation time again. Recording this before I leave so that y'all have something to listen to while I am gone. So clap it up for vacation time because I need it. On my way to St. Lucia. By the time you hear this, I'll already be there. I've never been before. Probably pronounced it wrong. But that's where I'm going. Keep hearing how beautiful it is. Can't wait to experience it, man. It feels like I just did that last episode where I was on my way to Aruba. And I remember talking to y'all and having that same kind of experience where I'm telling y'all about a vacation that by the time y'all hear it, I'll be on it. But that's a testament to how fast time really flies and things change. Because it seems like yesterday I was just doing this episode about the Aruba trip. Here we are. I'm doing it with another trip because life comes at you fast. And I'm really looking forward to this vacation more than ever because of the adjustment period that I've just faced. When I took on the afternoon show, Jade and Moe, at the time we were still working from home. So I never truly thought about what this adjustment was going to feel like for me, where now... We're back in the studio for The Burt Show and back in the studio for Jaden Moe. I'm back in the studio for my podcast and still trying to balance all of the things I'm doing beyond that. So, yeah, from home, it was a, it was a bit easier. <laughs> Not going to lie to you. Um, it's been an adjustment having to do it all from the studio. So that's what this last three or four weeks have really been for me is figuring it out. And life has once again reminded me that when you really get into your adulting bag, like it's wild because you tell kids this all the time. And as a kid, you heard it all the time. But man, not always the greatest time being an adult. Take it easy there, bud. <laughs> Enjoy your youth. Right? As a kid, you always wanted to be an adult. Can't wait to be an adult. Tired of my mom's telling me when I got to be in the house to I go to the club. I was like seven. Yo. When I could go to the club and I got a beard, it's on in life. That's what you think. Get to high school, can't wait to get to college. Get to college, can't wait to be an adult. It's a cycle, right? It just keeps going. You become an adult and you realize once you get into your adulting bag, like once it happens, you move out your parents' crib, get your job, get all that together. It's no breaks. <laughs> Have kids. It's no breaks. Like that's the thing about adulting. There's no lunch hour. There's no 15s. You can't clock out. Y'all, I'm tired of being an adult. I'm taking a lunch. <laughs> like adulting doesn't stop, man, ever. So once you really get into that bag and you start working on top of all of the things that adulting already requires, vacations hit a little different. I saw Missy Elliott post the other day. She's an artist, one of the greater artists of our time, that she's taken three vacations in over 20 years of being in the music industry. I thought to myself, what? Huh? Three vacations in 20 years, Missy? I could divide. It's a Jay-Z reference for those who don't know. But can you imagine three vacations in 20 years? I'm trying to take three vacations a month. <laughs> what? 
I mean, it's a testament to how hard she works and where, why she is where she is in life, but I just can't imagine that. You have to take these vacations because adulting doesn't stop. And I know a lot of adults who don't get to vacation or travel as much as they'd like to because they can't. Life simply doesn't provide those opportunities for them. So when I tell you I'm not taking these vacations for granted like I used to, I'm locked in. I'm treasuring them. But that three-week ratio, right, is the difference in each individual week, in that three-week period of where you take a vacation, to me, is kind of wild. Because the week before vacation, longest week ever. That week is so damn slow, right? And then the actual vacation week, fastest week ever. I mean, it's Monday. You sneeze. cha Friday. Hey, time to go. You got to be kidding me. I just had one drink. Saw the beach twice. Now it's time to go. And then that third week, the vacation blues week, that's when you realize that the week before you left actually wasn't the longest week ever. This is. <laughs> you go from longest to shortest ever to longer than the longest that you thought was the longest in three weeks. Those are three long-ass weeks, man. So you got to enjoy that little small one in the middle. And when I say that little small one in the middle, it's a perfect segue to get into the things I'm mad at this week. That'll make sense in a moment. Stress been on my head. Why they test my feet? I'm just trying to get I'm mad at the fact that I'm not good at playing the guessing game at dinner. I'm not good at that. I am the person who orders what I can afford. And here's what I mean. Follow me on this. You know how in life you find yourself going to dinners where you're not exactly sure who's going to end up paying at the end of the dinner? <laughs> like we all have those kinds of dinners. Sometimes you go out, you know it's you. That's different. But when you go out, you with a group of people. It's a different environment, different setting. Everybody's at different places in life. You may not have chose the restaurant. Restaurant might be a little more expensive than you would have normally chose. So you don't really know, right? Whatever the dynamic is between the group of people there at the table, you just don't know who's going to pay. So you have to make a decision. What are you going to order? How are you going to act? I ain't going to move. Are you going to be the guy who orders what you can afford just in case? You have to pay for your portion of the dinner or you have to pay for all of it. You don't know. Or are you going to say to yourself, this is my moment. Chances are I'm not going to have to pay for this. Because sometimes you got to go around the table and see where you rank yourself. Right? If your girl's father is there, if your boss is there, if your best friend is there that's doing way better than you in life. <laughs> If your mom's, if your dad is there, right? If the person that you're on the dinner date with invited you there, there are things you have to go through in your mind to determine where you at on the most likely to pay for this list. So sometimes you go around the table and if you feel like you third or fourth, like I'm third or fourth, most likely to have to pay for this, you might order something. That you wouldn't normally order. This is your moment. Yo, chances are, I ain't going to have to pay for this shit. I always wanted the extra steak with the lobster on the side. And they throw shrimp in there. Some people go for it. 
And I'm mad that I'm not the person that goes for it in this situation. I always assume the worst. I'm going to have to pay. And I don't want to look like the guy who normally wouldn't get that. Right? Like sometimes even if I would normally get the dope, fly, expensive dish, I might not get it in a time where I don't know if I'm paying or not because I don't want it to look crazy. This is how deep my mind goes. This is where overthinking gets you. So I'm wrong in these instances. I'm always wrong because I always order what I can afford just to get to the end of the date and for someone to go, I got this. Like, damn, man. I know I should have got the extra shrimp with the lobster on the side and the double steak. That's what I always wanted. Say you got it from the beginning, big dog. But then it's been, there was a time I went crazy because it was, it was a celebration for me. I was with all my friends. It was like, yo, your dreams are coming true. It's lit. You, you setting the world on fire, Mo. We taking you out. We celebrating. I was hyped. We went out and I ordered all of the extraness. Man, I was like, yo, treat me. You know what I mean? Somebody give me a short set. And I balled out. I looked around the tables, about five of us. I'm fifth on the list. This is a celebration for me. The check came, they all looked at me like, yo, we celebrating you because you got it. Whoa. Yo, y'all can't celebrate me and make me pay at the same time. That's when I realized I trashed my friends were. We went around the table, everybody had a different excuse. Yo, honestly, like last week, I just gave my last to the babysitter. Yo, word, my mom's needed a place to stay. My girl kicked me out the crib. Yo, what, what, yo, what they got to do? I, mean, I ordered the double steak. Y'all celebrating an accomplishment that's about to happen. I ain't got paid from it yet. I had to pay for everything. So you got to guess right in these situations. <laughs> and I always guess wrong. Which person are you? Do you order what you can afford or do you just ball out? Because this is your moment. Choose wisely. Who's next? I'm mad that for the second time in the last couple months, somebody made me feel nasty again. Told y'all the last time. One of my friends was over, and they wanted some ice for their drink. And I told them to go get some ice, and they got the ice. And they were like, yo, I know this is purified ice, right? Like, you put bottled water in here. I never put bottled water into my ice tray in my life. But I lied in the moment. I said, yes, of course I do. What peasant wouldn't do that? I lied, and I watched him drink that tap water ice. I knew I was wrong, but I wasn't about to allow them to make me feel away. So I lied. And it's happened again. I'm out at a dinner, like the one I was talking about earlier. I'm in one of the fanciest of the fancy restaurants. Don't know how I ended up here. But here I am, at this table, with a lot of people who make a lot of money. And it's one of those restaurants where the silverware is laid out all nice, all in the correct order. You can't mess it up. You can't grab the steak fork and use it for your salad. Or they kick your ass out like you're in a club with a hat on. Or graphic tea, you know? It's one of those. It's one of those spots where I got to ask the waiter on the low. I got to ask him to come here and whisper in his ear like I'm a yin-yang twin. Yeah, y'all got A1 sauce. Yo. <laughs> y'all got hot sauce too? Y'all right, bring out both. On the low though. On the low. You ever had to do that? You ever been at a spot where you knew you had to ask for the A1 and the hot sauce on the low? It's one of them spots. Look like I'm whispering sweet nothings to the waiter. Now everybody has questions. Mind your business. 
So the lady next to me, we start to strike up a conversation. You can tell we're from two complete different walks of life. But those are my favorite conversations. You never know what you're going to learn, right? So the two of us just bonded. This was probably the most unlikely bond that I was going to form at this table, but it happened. And we was kicking it as my lady that night. D'Angelo shit. She's older than me, just to paint the picture. I won't say how much older because that's disrespectful. Old enough to where she called me young man. That kind of vibe. Hey, young man, how you doing? I said, doing well. How are you, madam? I don't know why madam came out, but that's, you know, it felt, felt respectful. And we, we just vibed from there. And then when the appetizer started coming out, I saw her wrap up the silverware that was on the table, really neat. She swaddled it. She swaddled the silverware. Tucked it away real nicely and put it to the side. And she dug in her bag. She pulled out her own silverware. And unswaddled it. Laid it on the table real nicely. It was shining. It might have been platinum. I'm not sure. But it was shining. It had a whole different shine on it. And she wasn't bothering nobody. She didn't make a scene of it. She just did it. Went right back to drinking her wine. I said, wait a minute. Madam. (laughs) What? What's that? What'd you do right there? She said, huh? I said, what? You just did a whole thing. What was that? And she said, oh, my dear, do you use the regular silverware? I'm like, you mean the factory silverware? The one that come with the restaurant? Um, no. (laughs) Hey, I went right back to that dude in the kitchen and lied about the ice. Nah, you know, man, normally never. I would never do such a thing. But I, I, can we believe I forgot my personal silverware at home? She said, oh, no worries. Most people just eat from the normal silverware. That's nothing wrong with it. I just, you know, I, I just have a thing about feeling more comfortable using my own. And I felt like I've learned from Kristen on the Bird Show, that some people have a gift with telling you how trash you are as a person in the most beautiful of ways. (laughs) In in the most honorable and admirable ways. And I felt like this was her calling me a peasant. Like, oh yeah, you and you, most of you normals, you, you regular weirdos, Use the silverware that they just put in front of you and just trust it. That's been in everyone else's mouth who's come to the restaurant. I've never gone out my way to think about something like this because why would you? It'd drive you crazy. You wouldn't want to do anything. But the way she said it in the most, it was just such a nice way. I said, wait a minute. I would never. And she said, it's okay. He'll be fine. I said, so you do this every time? She said, yes. And then she asked for boiling hot water and sanitized her own personal silverware. Now, I've seen someone ask for hot water to sanitize the silverware before. That I've seen. I've never seen someone have their own set and sanitize that one. Like, you don't even trust yourself. I said, wow. She said, no worries. You know they clean it, right? Yeah, I know they clean it with the dirty-ass, soapy, bum dishwasher in the back. I know. I don't even want to eat anymore. You know what? Never mind. 
Never mind. She said, oh, no, it'll be fine. So I did what anyone else would do in that situation. When the food came, I leaned over. And I whispered in her ear. Yang Yang style. Yeah, let me borrow a fork. <laughs> hey. <laughs> yeah, she had extra. You mind if I get a fork? <laughs> she looked startled. Whoa. I was like, I'm just playing. <laughs> I went on to eat my food, man, but it's a good time. It's just you learn something new every day. I guess no matter how clean you think you are, is someone always so much cleaner that they'll make you feel dirty. That's the lesson. Who's next? Bert did that to me too, matter of fact, because um he told me one day about how he doesn't put like the fruit, the limes, the lemon, whatever, in his drink at restaurants and at bars because of all of the traveling that the fruit has to do on the truck. I think that's what he said. And now I can't do it anymore. I used to let the limes and the lemons swim in my drink. I didn't care. I'm tearing it up. I don't care. Now, I don't do it. I look at other people and judge them when they let the lime Nemo in their drink. Changed my life forever. There's a lot of things that people have told me at some point that have changed the way I approach things. So now no more limes, no more lemons, no more silverware. I eat with my hands. Who's next? I'm mad at, well... I can't say I'm mad because I'm not mad. Let me correct myself. You cannot be mad at God, right, ever, for any reason. You cannot do that. He knows best. So while I understand that you cannot be mad at God, and I never will because it's disrespectful, I do wonder if at some point he's decided to at least consider a suggestion box. That's all. You know, like it's suggestion box is the most... Hey, just throwing something against the wall, like kind of way I'm talking to somebody. I'm not mad at you. I don't challenge anything you're doing. I love it. In fact, here's just a little piece of what's on my mind that could maybe help. And I wonder if that's become a thing with how much we've advanced in life for God. Just a suggestion box. And I don't have a lot to say. Everybody should probably get no more than one suggestion. Because if we're, you know, some people have the kind of jobs where they say, yo, man, leave them alone. You don't really know what they go through. They have enough on their plate. Certain jobs we say that about. I would imagine that God's is like number one on that list. Most of us can't take care of ourselves, let alone everyone else. But here's the thing. You know, like growing up your whole life, you've had people always kind of give you reason to believe that no matter what gods do, it's just God's way. Like every lesson seems so difficult to receive. You ever think about how much you got to go through to just get a little bit of a lesson? Like people that say, oh, you know, it's, it's a mystery. God works in mysterious ways. <laughs> when all of these bad things happen, right? Oh, you know. He may not come when you call, but he's always on time. He's an on-time God. Yes, he is. Hey, it may not make sense to you, but trust me, it makes sense to him. Because it's not on your time, it's on his. And I believe all of that. I really do. All of it. Because life will show you that. 
if you're fortunate enough to live it for a long time. However, I just wonder if I could put a little note in the suggestion box that says, hey, hey, God, it's me again, Mo. Hey, man, <laughs> you think maybe like every once in a while you could just do something on my time too, yo? <laughs> Hey, I ain't asking for, like, all the time. But you think maybe every once in a blue, you could, like, make one of these lessons easy? Like, maybe I don't have to stay with the toxic-ass woman for 10 years and have three kids with her to figure out that maybe that wasn't the best way to go. Hey, you think maybe you could remove her a little quicker? Just, um... Just once, man. I know you got to go through a lot. You got to go through the lessons, right? You got to go through the fight in order to get the title. I get it. You got to do so much to get so little, but every once in a blue, you don't want to just talk to God and go, hey, fam, just tell me, man. Just tell me. (laughs) You ain't got to always make me go through five years of pain. To figure out that that's not my speed. Hey, man, just text me, man. When you were coming up with ways to communicate with people, we ain't have all this technology. Wasn't no text, wasn't no Twitter. Wasn't no Instagram, wasn't no TikTok, wasn't none of that. Wasn't no DMs. You know, I get it. I get that at some point in life, they was putting notes in a Coke bottle and putting it on the river and saying, hey, let's see what happens. I understand that. The times have changed. You can text me, man. Hey, Mo, not her. That's it. We're done here. No five years of turmoil to see. That's it. I'm not saying every time. Just a time or two. Like, why life always got to pair you with the person that they know it ain't for you so that you can learn the lesson to be with the person that is for you? They always say, oh, yeah, that's the way it has to go. How else you going to know about joy unless you go through the pain? Well, try me, fam. Try me. You don't know what I'm capable of feeling until I feel it. Don't just assume this shit, man. Parents do this, too. You ever realize parents do this? Especially in my day. Go to your parents. Mama, why you ain't give me a car till I was 30? Because you wasn't prepared to drive, boy. You wasn't ready to drive at 17. How the hell you know that? How you know? You know what I'm ready for unless you let me try it? You was broke. That's the truth. That's why you didn't give me a car until I was 30. <laughs> Not that you should be asking your parents for a car at 30. But y'all get the point. Remember you wanted that expensive toy? When you was eight, your mom's like, you ain't ready for this toy. What? Parents can't even use that today. You ain't ready. I seen a two-year-old with a whole hair company, fam. She doing professional hair. She's two. I seen another five-year-old that could beat Floyd Mayweather right now with his boxing ability. I saw a seven-year-old building a house by hand. These kids are capable of anything. You can't use that excuse to cover up for the fact that you just don't want to buy me some shit no more, parents. Do better. (laughs) Do it always got to be in your time. That's all I'm saying. Because you can't ever use that excuse at work. Show up to your job late. And when they say, why are you late? Tell them, I may not always be here when you call. But I'm always on time. They're going to whisper something in your ear. You're fired. Let's go.